0: Yeah, Donna Summers is definitely talking about me. She works hard for her money. And she's talking about you, A-Tima. Donna Summers, she works hard for her money. And uh, yes, it is July Savings Month, so we are going to be speaking about money. Um, Not lauding it, no, no, no. It's a tool, and that's what we want to understand, how to better utilize it as a tool. It's 10 minutes after 10. Welcome to it, A-teamers. The next two hours are going to be jam-packed for your entertainment and education. And obviously, we're going to sprinkle in uh, some good music. I see that our regular A-teamer from Orange Farm, Joseph, is saying, Yo, wow, Donna Summers, evening has been made. Yes, definitely it has been made. And uh, yes, uh, we are going to continue to give you the best in information and in entertainment. So... Today, we speak finances, um, a series that we're going to continue for the rest of this month, every Tuesday, talking to a financial expert who's going to give us some aspects about money. Today, we focus on lending and borrowing money to friends and family. Does this require careful planning or is it something that we should just not do? Tony Bates, who's a financial advisor and business insurance specialist, is going to be joining us in the first half of the show, uh, first half hour of the show. And straight after that, we go to uh, speak about greatness beyond the grave. In fact, a legacy. Beyond the Grave. There's a book that has been published by Sitalong Osi, who's a motivational speaker and a businessman, and he's going to be telling us about this book of his, Legacy Beyond the Grave, and why we should, as South Africans, not just leave a legacy that will bury us, but something that will go beyond the years that we have lived and uh, be something that our children can enjoy, an inheritance that has no burdens. After 11, it's time for us to get into the closet and we'll be joined by our regular loved coach, Matawe Matsopula, and we'll be talking about dealing with the stigma of not having a child. The pressure that comes from this, from the in-laws, society, your partner, yeah, we're going be talking about this very sensitive topic uh, please remember after 11 when we get into the closet no one under the age of 18 should be tuned in so all kiddies should be tucked in by then. Greg cross is joining us from the newsroom so he'll give us the 11 o'clock bulletin. Phineas Ndaba is on the technical desk and Benzito Ricozzo is the content producer and if there's good music to be played it is Benzito is going to be choosing it. 011, um, 011 714 is the number to dial or Four zero six one four one zero four one zero seven WhatsApp line, SMS is go to four one three nine one. Remember, we're on social media platforms at SFM Radio at Patricia N Dooley using the hashtag SFM LNC. Tweet at
1: SFM Radio and at Patricia N Dooley. Education conversations.
0: Let's welcome our first A-team guest, who's no stranger to this side of uh, the desk, uh, Tony base who's a financial advisor and a business insurance specialist. Thank you very much for joining us once again, Tony. Good evening.
2: Hi, appreciate Hi to
0: So for this month of Savings Month, we are going to have you every single Tuesday talking different aspects of money. Um, how important is it for us as people to understand the tool called money?
2: Well, money is uh, the root of all problems, that's what people say. But money can also be the root of all, all opportunities. If you have the right amount of money, opportunities never pass you by. If you have the right amount of money, you can also sustain and generate more money from the money that you got. Um, it is a rude reality that people say that, yeah, but I don't need money. With money, there are endless possibilities for you. And knowing exactly how to use it or how to utilize the tool will actually put you in a better position, not only for you, but also for your family to come. Um, also building that legacy that we all want to leave behind as Well, Patricia.
0: Well, you know what? It's good to understand that money is a tool. It's not something to be lauded over. But I'm going to correct you. What I understand about the love of money – is the root of all problems and evil, not money itself. Because there are those who have loads amount of money, but they still love it so much that it gets them into trouble and they get their money in ill-gotten ways. And then there's those who don't have money and would claim to be as poor as a church mouse. And they love money so much, but you don't have it and you end up doing the wrong things to gain it. So when you love it and not understand that it's a tool... That's where you get yourself into trouble. But today we're talking about lending and borrowing money. Those who borrow money are those who are brave and, you know, who have put aside their pride. But those who lend money are those who end up in trouble. Those who lend money to friends and family without agreements, without proof, end up in trouble. I know I've seen a lot of, um, especially on Twitter, people uh, w- were complaining on some threads saying that, you know, so-and-so owes me money and they then blocked me. They are not answering my calls. They're not answering my SMSs. And others have claimed, no, I d- you did not give me that money. When? When? was the proof? Because the money was given via cash. So people are crying foul because friends and family have done, done them in for lending money. How do we best handle this?
2: You know um – Friends and family is a very touchy topic uh, based on the fact that friends and family are not people that you could necessarily just go to and say, I want some money right now. Also, the agreements that we normally put into place for money to be borrowed to a specific person is overlooked. Uh, we don't really see those type of agreements put in place. It's basically, a uh, borrow me X amount of money, I'll pay you back by the end of the month. What happens in such an instance is when the end of the month comes, um, this person does not have the capability or the capacity to provide this payment back to you. What it does to you then, it puts you back because you had already planned for that money to be paid back to you. And it also makes you, at that point, if you don't have enough, go and have to borrow from someone else. It basically becomes the issue of robbing Peter to pay Paul and robbing Paul to pay so basically it becomes a bit harder for you to borrow money to friends and family because the agreements that we normally put into place with anyone else are not really looked at um, or not even put into place as well it's
0: Yeah, if you no longer want that friendship, (laughs) lend someone money or even family. But times are tough, Tony. You know, we want to be helping each other. Uh, So how do we best do it? How do we best help each other? Um, And and before you answer, let me open up to the A-teamers. A-teamers, have you found yourself in a position where you have um, given money as a loan to a friend or a family member and it's just tainted your friendship? Or perhaps you are the one who's always borrowing and now you're feeling Embarrassed, but there's nothing you can do because times are so tough. Please do call in, interact with us, ask your questions if you want to know how to get out of the spiral as well of constantly borrowing money from friends and family. O one seven one four two oh oh six or zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. that's where you WhatsApp us we're talking to Tony Bay. So Tony, back to my question how do we best arm ourselves here?
2: So Patricia I'm
0: still here Tony we hear you loud and clearly
2: perfect so how you get out of the spiral Uh, I always ask people the question of out of the money that you have borrowed how much of it can be pay back right now the question normally is not much so what one does then is you approach the people that you have borrowed the money from ask them what would be a suitable repayment plan for them. If you're the person pouring out the money as well, you should be approaching the guys that you have borrowed money to and say, what would be a suitable plan for us to get to an arrangement, put it down on paper, sign, and that is something that you can carry with you.
0: Aybo, totally. Aybo. so can you go really to your mother or your father and say let's let's draft a plan here mom um you borrowed money from me you borrowed 5 grand you know or my cousin let's let's write this in agreement people people just are going to find you as being a person who's insensitive you don't care about well, family members
2: well if you look at it if you are willing to lose 5k then don't go with the agreement at the end of the day you will find a a back and forth where someone says, but I borrowed you X amount of money and the person would come back and say, like we just saw on Twitter, um, no, you didn't. It basically just takes away the element of having to argue about money that been borrowed, whereas you have a fact and you have the proof that you can actually show the person that, yes, we did agree on this. This is what we paid back on this particular day. Uh, even if you have to go into a form of installment. It will assist you at the end of the day as a person borrowing out the money. Yes, the person that is borrowing the money would feel that you are trying to uh, take advantage of them at that point because you don't trust them, um, that you think that you're better. That is normally the type of feeling that comes across when someone asks you money and you put an agreement in place. It's not there to basically make uh, anyone feel bad. It's just there to safeguard the person that is putting out the money because they themselves also need it. You just said the time and then times are then tough. Times are tough for you. yeah. Times are tough for me as well.
0: yeah. So for yeah.
2: me to safeguard that money, it's not only basically for myself. It's also just for my family, for my kids, for my wife, you know, I was, and as well. in that case, you have to remember to refinance your money and make sure that there's an agreement in place. Because now just think about it. You get to a point where you really in dire store of money. Who are you going to go to to and borrow that money? If there's no one, then you shouldn't be borrowing out the money. Also look at your financial capacity. If you cannot afford to lose that money in terms of it not coming uh, back, then don't even participate in borrowing anybody money. Yes, it is hard to say no to a person that you love, but at the end of the day, would you rather be the one struggling, with having to fight them and having a family feed based on cash? Or would you be willing to walk away? If you can walk away from that money, I would give you all the blessing to carry on and give that person the money with no agreement in place. But if you cannot walk away happily knowing that I have the after family member, then that agreement should always be in place.
0: We're talking to financial advisor and business insurance specialist, Tony Bass. It is 22 minutes after 10. We're talking about lending and borrowing money to and from friends and family. And um, yeah, maybe this requires careful planning. It requires some agreements, but it is one thing that can really, really you know, drive a wedge between people. If you've had such an experience, please send us your WhatsApp on 0614104107 or call in on 0117142006. SMSs go to 41391. I want to hear your experience. I'll share experience of mine, a recent one as a matter of fact. And then, uh, yeah, maybe we are in the same boat. You are able to say no, uh, politely so, because you know the repercussions afterwards. Let's go to a voice note from an A-teamer.
1: Good evening, Patricia and the guest. The subject is so sensitive. Because for me, I am so hate. I borrowed my brother-in-law money. It was a little less than 10,000 runs. And we agreed that he was going to return it in three months. He wanted to start a project of a business. Now, it's one and a half years. You see, the worst part is that he is a brother to my wife. It's one and a half years now. The money has never been retained. I have tried to speak to him. Sometimes he avoids me. What must I do for my man to come back? What must I do? When I gave him, I was trying to help him so that he can start something. But now, yo, it's horrible.
0: Yeah, Tony, you see. Now, these are the circumstances we try to avoid, but he has TMOs in the circumstance. How does he go about it? I mean, this is his brother in law.
2: Mm. So that's a bit of a touchy one because uh, you know what they say, Patricia. Happy wife, happy life. Um, I also think this would put a wedge between him and his wife if he does pursue or persist on the money being paid back. But in essence, it was given our studio and it has to be paid back in good faith as well. What he can do, if he can approach his brother and lawyer. it, say, so look, it's been a year and a half. What is the recourse in terms of how do you think uh, we can settle this? Based on the agreement that they established at that point, that could be put down in paper. It can even be signed at a police station to make sure that it's legally signed in front of the person that can witness it. And from that point, that payment arrangement can be withheld with both parties being happy as well. When I say both parties being happy, the person that has borrowed out the money will be 100% happy because he had to wait a year and a half. But the person that's paying it back um, will be fulfilling his duties, which is returning the money which was given to him on an agreement of it being returned either as is, uh, with a bit of interest
0: or profit to it. Uh, but the avoiding tactics, though, Tony, and this is family, so if you start badgering them or even start bringing in a legal recourse, the wife is clearly not going to be happy because that's her brother. So it's a touchy one, and I just think, perhaps neither lender nor borrower be, as the good book says. Let me go to another voice note.
1: Hi, good evening, guys. Hope you all. Well. So a lesson that I've been taught is you never lend money to anyone not family not friends not colleagues you give it to them you don't tell them you're giving it to them but you give it to them if they pay you back they pay you back if they don't you gave it to them anyway so you've got nothing to lose bottom line is if you can't afford to give it to them you can't afford to lend it to them take it
0: easy cheers Yo, A-Tima, you've got my philosophy. Ben is saying viva to you. You know, we are all concurring with you. I love this A-Tima. If you can't give okay. it, don't borrow it. Just, just don't lend it, you know. Give it, give it, because you can afford to lose that amount of money so that you don't have grudges between you and family and friends and colleagues. And I love that philosophy. Yeah,
2: it makes a lot of sense, and it could make your life a lot easier sir, Because... At the end of the day, it goes back to the principle, if you cannot lose it, don't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anonymous is on the line. Good evening, a Anonymous.
3: Good evening to you, Patricia, and your guests. Lovely
2: topic. Patricia,
3: you know what? Never lend money. You always say bad friendship. (laughs) Mm, mm. 100% correct. I'll tell you why. I bought a property and I gave uh, a member of my family a a share. And he's supposed to pay his share of the property, which he didn't do. And I, and I had to pay off the property myself and never got that share back. So I had to just give it to them, like your earlier caller said, give it to them. I had to give it to them just to keep the peace, because I couldn't fight for the rest of my life for what's rightfully mine, you know. And uh, I know a lady in um, um, Swastini's. She actually committed suicide. She, uh, she, she lost a job. She didn't have, couldn't survive, no money to survive. Right? And she had committed suicide together with her four children, but two survived uh, the, 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 the problem because she'd taken so much of loans from the loan shark and they were standing on her throat at all times. So she didn't know what to do, where to turn. She went to her family. She phoned the families and told she wants to commit suicide because she's got accounts and everybody ignored her and they didn't help her and she eventually committed suicide and i think mrs C. 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 Zikalala's wife was there with some groceries and some food and whatever for you know at their house, at their place of residence
2: mm. but
3: that's the history of the person you know that's why i rather give it to the person if they're poor right? i collected some money for some family that was having problems with with light billing of accounts and i collected some money as uh, you know from all the families as donation you know i said uh, give it to me please because we have to take out the uh, you know uh, to give to the poor so I said, give me your zakah. This person really needs it. And he's got his lights cut and he needs 1500 So I made up a 1500 and I gave it to the person. I said, this is a money go pay a light account. And you know, sort your problem out. So uh, we didn't, that's not, the uh, zakah is like to give to the poor. So we, it's not like lending and borrowing.
0: Mm. Thanks, it's just Anonymous. Thank you very much, Anonymous. Tony, here's a question here from Don Basil who says, How much does one take before you hand a family member over to the police when fraud and theft are involved? Do we have to report when it's 200,000 plus? Is this the law?
2: So you can actually go to um, small claims court if it's anything, 12,000. When it is above
0: three hundred.
2: So um, then you would be in a different court um, application altogether. Um, but there, again, documentation needs to be in place. The agreement itself needs to be in place. There has to be proof that you have transferred the money, namely cash, a deal of that, that nature, will not suffice unless it's done uh, where you can prove that the money was recorded from a specific bank. Uh, someone can the it as well. So yes, there are legal routes that one can take, but one has to make sure that um, you actually follow due course as well.
0: Okay. Due course needs to be followed. De Beers, who is in uh, Middleburg in Bumalanga says, I borrowed my uncle 40,000 rand to build his house in 2013. Up until now, he didn't pay me and told his 19-year-old girl to not talk to me. Shoo. So now it, it, it goes deeper, you know, <laughs> he made, uh, gave some money to uncle. Uncle is now saying, hi, well, no one's going to talk to you in my family. <laughs> and so my little story is an ex-colleague of mine, and you know where I used to work, right? <laughs> yeah. An ex-colleague of mine who I've not spoken to for about two years, odd, you know, not even a hi, um, how are you doing? Just calls and says, I need your help, borrow me money, I've been busy this month, and well, you know, we get paid on the 25th, you get paid on the 31st, and I'm sure you've got money, because it's the 31st today, so Patricia, borrow me money, I don't have money to get to work. (laughs) Okay, colleague, unfortunately I can't help you, because I'm a very honest person, unfortunately I can't help you, Uh, I do budgets, and my budget just doesn't allow the next thing, the same person is posting, drinking, going out, new bags, new shoes. So clearly, I was going to be robbed here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my story. That's what I went through. Um, I, I, like this was literally a month or so ago. So yeah, it's either you're honest or you give the money, like our A.T. Mercedes. But Tony, thank you so very much. Uh, just one last tip on uh, this issue of lending and borrowing money.
2: In closing, I would say that if you are in a position where you have overborrowed money, because it's easy to say give it, but if you are in the position of a person that has taken too much or written too much um, that you can't shoot it all, rather approach the people that you have taken the money from. Make personal agreements with them. Um, that's the only way that you can relieve a bit of pressure off yourself and you don't have to be um stuck in this cycle of always borrowing. So if you feel that you would like to pay a blood, would like if you are in the process of paying back money. Rather approach the people who are currently owing, see what agreements you can make with those people to lower the impact on you where there's still money in your pocket but you are still fulfilling your promise to those people as well. Patricia.
0: Thank you very much for joining us, Tony. Looking forward to the next session with you uh, next week, Tuesday. Let's learn more about money during this uh, July Savings Month. Good evening, Tony. See you then. It's 32 minutes after 10, in fact, 33 minutes. It just jumped. Um, We are going to get into a social conversation talking about creating a legacy beyond the grave, how possible it is uh, to do this, especially in these tough, trying times. We'll be talking to author and motivational speaker and businessman. So this man wears many hats. Strelong, or see straight after this.